everybody. My name is Paul Heron. And I'm Paul Summers. And you are listening to your Classical Coffee Break. Well, Mr. Summer has, has been uh, force me, feeding me opera all week long, <laughs> and, and I'm standing strong about not giving in completely to love opera. But I can give him some movie references, because that's why I'm here, Movie more popular taste references. Uh, in the movie Pretty Woman, there was a large opera scene in, in, mm-hmm. from – a selection from La Traviata. Okay. And that was a way of making sure that Richard Gere knew that she was worth it. If she loved opera, then she had value, which I thought was odd the way it was presented, but that was – movies are odd, I guess. Uh, In Shawshank Redemption, uh, Marriage of Figaro was used Mm -hmm. as a way of – Showing that all people have this sense of humanity, no matter where they are, even in prison, uh-huh. you can reach them through opera or the arts, which I thought was a really nice scene. And I think the the movie Life Is Beautiful uh, also uses uh, Marriage of Figaro to get that sense. That would be a good one for that. Yeah. yeah. And the last one was Up. I believe used Carmen and more of a comedic uh, tone. But okay. so I'm familiar. Everybody is used to to opera music well, and, from f- Bugs Bunny on. I said my favorite my favorite movie that uses it in a uh, with a comic character is Hopscotch. Oh wow, that was an old one. That's with, Walter Matthau. Well, Walter Matthau and, and, and Glenda uh, Jackson. Yeah, and exactly. Well, he's singing. He's always singing opera, hmm. and and in fact, Matthau himself was part of picking the music. He himself is an opera wow. Oh, interesting. And he's the one who brought that to the movie. Interesting. And it's mostly Mozart. And uh, and yet in one scene he's singing, uh, he's singing from the marriage. Uh, I mean from the, the the Barber of Seville, and he sings it as he goes through customs. <laughs> and, oh, nice! And it, it's and it's it's a very amusing opera. And it and uh, the when the the big climactic scene in the end when he's theoretically flying around in this biplane, uh, all the music. There's no dialogue. All the music is uh, is is a, a big scene of. Let's see which one is it now. Anyway, uh, anyway, there, there's a big huh. operatic scene. Well, that's an old movie. That's like in the 70s, was it, was it not? I, I think, think it's, it's 80s, maybe. 80s, okay. So. I, I, whatever, but it's a great flick. I yeah. love it. I, I watch it online. Yeah. All uh, right, so, so we'll go case. back to my, my uh, declaration uh, of uh, why I hate opera. Well, the next thing that you said was that, really, that it takes time. Well, well it is it so time. long. So are some shows. The Irishman <laughs> on Netflix right now is three and a half hours. It's I can watch that over a span of an hour, of a day or two, take segments, and then, and I figure I'll get the the same, okay, bang for my buck. I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> but okay. life is too short. Well, life is complex, and and time is is precious. So, well, three and a half hours is a uh, is a really big commitment to me, at least. Okay, I guess uh, you know my my situation is I I have a pretty good idea of how long it's going to be when I before we even buy the ticket. Right. So um, that's that's it. But um, I, I I do want to, however, say a, a word about why it's likely to be um, to be longer. But first of all, let me say that last week we ended with. Uh, with stuff from um, with a, a selection from the Tender Land by mm-hmm. Aaron Copland, a right. two act opera. Right. That doesn't even. I th- I'd be surprised if it lasted two hours. 
There you go. That's my kind of opera. Well, a lot of operas, actually. The the thing is that some of the ones that you really like are longer, like Carmen. Mm Mm-hmm. But you you take something like La Traviata, that's probably no more than two and a half. Hmm. Okay, I could go that way. You see, and right. and Tosca is a, a brilliant opera, and that's uh, that's that's maybe only about two hours. Hmm. Some of them, uh, you know, now maybe it's that uh, with other factors put into it. Sitting there for two hours, something in a foreign language that well, you're not you sure with, that could be part of it. It's not that it really is long <laughs> it on the It feels longer in the foreign it, language. Exactly. Okay. And, uh, you know, that could be part of it. But what I wanted to get here is, uh, is at something that uh, is worth considering, and that is uh, that it takes longer to, uh, to, to do a text when sung than when it does uh, when spoken. So uh, I put up for for the two of us right now uh, the the last scene but one, the original last scene of Don Giovanni by Mozart. Okay. This is where the statue finally comes to dinner. (laughs) Right. Okay, this is, uh, should we shoot it out for who's going to, Who's going to be the statue and who? So wants you to want be- me to act? Is, oh, uh, have you called my agent yet uh, <laughs> to see if I can do this? <laughs> well, okay. Uh, All right. Do you want me to be care. the statue? Uh, you can be whichever. One All right. You want. I'll be the statue. You'll be the statue. Okay. Now you understand what's happening here, because uh, let's let's do it so that we're not just sort of reading through the words stupidly. The, the statue is the statue of a person that in Act One in the first scene, uh, or. Don Giovanni killed him, mm. killed him in a duel mm. while he was trying to rape this guy's daughter, mm. as a matter of fact. Mm. So this serious stuff, and he he, mur- he murders the guy. And and then later, he and his servant, uh, uh, Don Giovanni and his servant Leporello have gone into a cemetery, and there's the, the memorial statue of this guy. Mm. And uh, and then he, the, the statue speaks and says... You need to think what you're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it ends up where uh, where Don Giovanni invites the statue to dinner. Well, <laughs> the statue arrives, <laughs> and this is when this the aggrieved statue, a dead person, has is is at the front door, or actually comes into the room, and you know. In a in a theater, he comes in a little, so you can really see him. And this is this is what the scene. This is how it reads. So uh, you know, this is I know a sight reading for you, but see if it's you all can, right. I can handle it. Yeah, well, so can I. I've never done this. Don Giovanni, you invited me to dinner, and I have come. I, I never would have believed it, but I will do what I can. Laparello, see to it that another dinner's served at once. Go, I said. Wait a minute. He who dines on heavenly food has no need for the food of the mortals. Other more serious considerations have caused me to come here. Speak then. What do you ask? What do you wish? I will speak. Listen, my time is short. Speak then, for I am listening. You invited me to dinner. Now you know your duty. Answer me. Will you come to dine with me? No one will say of me that I've ever been afraid. Make up your mind. I've done so already. You will come. 
Don Giovanni, my heart beats firmly. Oh, oh, that's yours. Yes, my my heart beats firmly. I'm not afraid. I'll come. Give me your hand upon it. Here it is. Ah, oh, oh, me. What is wrong? What is this deadly chill? Repent. Change your ways, for this is your last hour. No, no, I will not repent. Let me be. Repent, scoundrel. No, you old fool. Repent. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. No. Ah, your time is up. What strange fear now assails my soul? Where did those flames of horror come from? No, no horror, horror is, is too dreadful, dreadful for you. you. Come, come, there, there is, is worse in store. Who lacerates my soul? Who torments my body? What torment? Oh, me, what agony! What a hell! What terror! Ah! Ah! End of opera. Okay. Now, here's what I want to do now is let's play that. Now, I, I didn't time it, but um, how long do you think it probably took us? Mm, four minutes. Maybe. Three minutes. Yeah, that could be. Well, let's see what happens if we uh, now play it. Uh, with uh, with Mr. Mozart and 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 De Ponte's words, which we wrote, read in translation. Now there was a little bit of stuff for Leporello in there right. th- that took all of maybe two seconds. Okay. So I'm, I I edited that out. So anyway, here's uh, here's how that played out, and we'll play it full. We left that out. That's the Leporello discussion. That's just Leporello saying, oh, oh, master, don't make me do that.
Respond to me. Answer yeah. me. That's that's where we are in what we read. Here says, take my hand. Give me your hand. Here it is. Come <laughs> on. 
So that wow. took, that took easily double the time that it took for us to true, and that's one of the reasons that there are t- two things that can happen. Either you're going to have a libretto, which is simplified so that you can't even you couldn't even stage it as a spoken theater mm. without it just being laughable or utterly short, just so bare bones like looking at a skeleton, or you have somebody who wants to write a libretto that's fuller and then. No, that's that's true. I understand see. that in some in some plays that you do have to be slow in exposition because you're dealing with a live audience that might yeah. have issues. They might not hear well. They might be in the back of the house. Uh, so oftentimes the the pace is a bit slower than it would be on television, certainly or yeah. movies. Yeah. So you have to take the time and you have to set it up to make sure the message is heard. I understand. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. But this is also, it's longer because the music is also supporting and expressing what's happening. Mm. This took enormously longer to do some of those things because the music was also saying it. Yes, The music is also being a a statue having arrived. And the music is almost another character. Uh, yeah, and okay. and so you have to have room for that, and that's sort of the, that tells the emotional story. Yes, or underscores the emotional score story of what's what's being shown. Yeah. so I can understand that. Yeah, you know, and you know that's a really cool ending too. And yeah, uh, and I was wondering <laughs> at the time was that really that bizarre to have a figure from the uh, from the underworld come and uh, take his uh, his murderer away. Uh, is that a common theme? No, it wasn't a common theme, but the the, 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 the subject had been think. treated. Uh, but the interesting thing was that at the first performance, that was how it ended. And it was too much. Hmm. They wanted they wanted the anticlimax that you always get the say Shakespeare. You wanted something after the climactic right. moment. Palate cleanser. Exactly. And so then they they created that. And there's another scene after that in which all the characters uh, whom Don Giovanni has wronged throughout the whole opera Mm -hmm. uh, come together and say, oh, here's what I plan to do. Here's what what I want to do now, Mm. now that he's gone. Mm. And and so that'll – in the course of the opera, he's had the little black book that has been apparent in, in at least one scene uh, early in Act One, and at the uh, and in the final uh, the the final thing on stage that I saw in one wonderful production is that Leporella, the servant mm-hmm. who survives and has the black he has custody of the black book, he goes up to where where the hole is that's still smoking a little bit from where Don Giovanni was uh, carried off into hell, and he takes the book and throws it into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, it was, you know, so people have played with that and, right. and, and, nice. and, and had a nice ending to it. But that was, that was what they originally said. That's the ending of it. Yeah. People were like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. we don't want to leave right now. <laughs> no. Right. They were walking out with their hair turned white, you know. So. Well, you know, speaking of movies uh, with opera, certainly Amadeus, which yeah, the movie well, has a lot of music. Sure, and, including uh, this. I mean, including, that, and that's what was seen with his father. Sure. I it comes that, back. And, uh, that they use the music for, the, for, for that uh, statue coming right. to represent daddy coming. Yeah, right. Yeah. And if you've seen the play, there's no music at all. And uh, yeah. 
And uh, one of these days, somebody's going to do a full music, or not a full musical, but use the music um, during the play because it's yeah. a kind of a dry play. Because you, you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's going to be Mozart. I'm going to hear music. And, and there isn't. It's, there isn't It's Mozart. more talking. Yeah. So, and, 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 and there's not even any Salieri. Well, there is. Uh, you know, I mean, in the movie there is, but not in the play, I don't think. No, it's uh, it's the same storyline. No, I mean, what I mean is there's no music by Sally. Oh, no, there's no music there's no really music at, all. at all. You know, incidental music, perhaps, in between yeah. scenes. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Well, Mr. Summers, tell yeah. me about Encoda. Yeah, well, it's our, uh, they bring the classical, uh, the, the classical coffee break to you. And, and uh, Encoda is an app for musicians that offers a library of digital sheet music on subscription like, um, oh, any subscription uh, sort of streaming service like Spotify or Netflix, uh, users can access their favorite works from the complete sales and hire or rental catalogs of almost 100, actually probably more than 100 leading music publishers, totaling well over 110,000 titles. You can curate your own personal playlist to practice and perform from. You can upload your own scores and share your markings with other users. So go find Encoda, that's N-K-O-D-A, on your app store today. That's N-K-O-D-A, Encoda. Thanks so much, Mr. Summers. Uh, we're listening to more opera next week, is that right? Oh, I think we might uh, as well. We're, we're, we're on a bit of a roll here. Okay. Okay. All right. You're going to wear me down, I know. Well, next week I think we ought to talk about how, how, how and why it costs. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. See you then. Your Classical Coffee Break is brought to you by Morris River Press, award-winning elite publishers of the music of Robert Russell Bennett, Philip Dietrich, and Paul Summers. You can find our catalog at morrisriverpress.com and Theater Presser Company at presser.com. Production for this program is partially sponsored by CAS Music Productions, casmusic.com, providing music recording and production around the world, engineers Chris Sorazzi and Nathan Terry.